move Javante Davis Living young, got room for patience This a dope podcast, it ain't drugs when we move bases Houston, we got a problem, taking off like the Rockets This a three-man weed, coming at you with topics Get to hit me with logic, baby, showtime's back You slow, catch up, you run a 4-9 flat It's imperative, transitioning from changing the narrative You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week Come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Doing things you can't believe It's the three-man week We come at you with topics No, you cannot stop it Ah, we're recording. <laughs> man, it's totally different when we ain't got cannon, bro. Oh man, oh man. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, oh, now I'm all flustered. Goodness gracious, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode twenty-seven. Yeah, um, episode twenty-seven. Uh, it, it's it's your two favorite uh knuckleheads. Hey, oh, man. AJ L Presidente, and who do we have to my left? Oh man, you already know it's hell. Hell still gonna heal regardless. Oh, I think we both healing right now because oh, um, never go full heal. Oh my goodness! If only y'all knew what we just did. Oh uh, man, Cannon, we miss you. Cannon, we need you here, brother. Because oh, we are <laughs> man. So um, yeah. Um, hell, let them know where they can find us. Uh, you can catch us on all major podcast platforms Three Man Weave, Facebook Three Man Weave, Instagram Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.three.man.weave at gmail.com. Once again, it's Hill, this is AJ. Um, Cannon got a little business to tend to, he's going to be at the end of this episode giving his takes, and we're going to get right into it again. So, again. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, so I, I don't know how we're gonna top what we just recorded that didn't record, but we're gonna record this one and see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, how about magic in those Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a sad day in LA, bro. Like, I mean, it was already sad in LA, but it's it's real sad in LA now. <laughs> I ain't even gonna be there. Hey, Magic. I mean, it, it it but it kills me. I like I I feel all I feel all this joy from you and everything, bro. You're a whole Suns fan, like yeah. But you but see, but you want to know where this joy comes from? I'm listening. The joy comes from me just staying put, never trolling, just listening to you. Give me this troll and pause. But you just kept saying, hey. But you a Suns fan. Devin Booker need to go. This, this, and that. Y'all trash. Y'all about to be in the lottery again. You sure y'all tanking or y'all just not, you know, even trying? And so I just kind of, you know, took it all in, took it all in. And I'm just like, okay. Welcome to the bottom, brother. How does it feel? How does it feel? It don't feel good, do it? Yeah. Yeah, see? when When it's real. It hit a little different. That, uh-huh. was, that was a little real right there. And I'm not really bad taste in my mouth on that one. Yeah. And see, it, it 
previous years, you know, you was able to troll back. People try and troll you, but you could troll back. <laughs> you really ain't got like you. You really ain't got much to troll back on. All you can really do is be like, "Hey, all right, fight me then." And the hands is ready. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you see what I'm saying? Hands, it's ready. But well, look, so, man, like, man, like, I know episode 24, we rank, uh, we rank who had the most blame for this Laker debacle. And I believe you and Cannon had magic number one. And I wanted to say, like, with, with all the reports coming out and his press conference and and all the stories coming out, did anything change for you with blame, me and Magic being the number one blame guy? Absolutely not. And the main reason is because what I stated in that episode is Magic is the main blame, the main person to blame because he was brought in to get superstars. He can't, he 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 was able to secure LeBron, mm-hmm. but he was supposed to use his cachet, use his name as being Magic to to get other people in to get those stars. Stars want to come play in the big lights to say, "Hey, Magic brought me here." He just didn't do that, and so that's why I still have to give the blame to him because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And yes, he he came in and he brought in you know some different pieces and he cleared up cap space, cap space. But what he also didn't do was build the team properly. He was saying, "Oh, we wanted to get LeBron in a more off-ball role and stuff like that." No, I don't care. If you want to win with LeBron, you need shooters. He didn't bring in shooters. Well, the issue. Well, I want to interject right there because he said he stated all the all the available free agent shooters last offseason. They wanted three-year deals. He was only trying to give out one-year deals because he didn't want anybody to mess with his cap space that he has for this offseason. So can we, with that information right there, can you blame him for that? I mean, no, I cannot blame him for that. Yes, he wanted that cap space for this season, this offseason coming up, right? Mm-hmm. If you knew that, if you knew you wanted – to this this offseason was going to be your bread and butter. Why you ain't stay one more year? Because because that, that, once again, now listen, but say listen, he wasn't having fun. When you go to work here, do you be having fun? I am not a, a billionaire. Exactly. Give me some billions. I'm having fun every day. day. But, but, but listen, he he has a lot of businesses. Outside of the Lakers, like he doesn't need this job, like he doesn't need the, he doesn't need this at all. I don't need this stress. I, I want to have some fun. I got to go to work, regardless of whatever they say. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I got regular money. I, I got bills. My bills is real. I just paid Navient today. You know what I'm saying? Gracious. They come in every month. And they don't never stop. Like. But, but okay, but if that's the case, yeah, he don't need that stress. But um, there's other like you think you think Michael Michael Jordan <laughs> is he well, stressing? Do, do do owners really stress? I mean, well, they they do it for fun, but it's I guess you, I guess the day to day is a little bit different. Maybe yeah. I should maybe I should have brought up Jerry West instead of Michael Jordan. You, yeah, you could have. But, yeah. I mean, Jerry West has had more success as an executive than he did as a player. He the whole logo. First off, I want to get the logo changed. 
please, we, we definitely should have been got that. Why is Jerry West the logo? Why was he ever the logo? Ever. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm if, sorry. If you go, if you go, if you go make a white man the logo, at least make it Larry Bird. I'm back. I mean, hey, John Barry. I mean, Rick Barry. Rick Barry. You know what I mean, my guy Barry, Bobby Barry Jones. Man, Barry Manilow. My guy Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones, <laughs> a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Let's get Jer- Jerry West. <laughs> but but no, but listen though. Like, I like let's be honest. Magic got the job from a privileged position to begin with. He was just sitting back looking at Jim Bus mess up and be like, hey, I know I can do this. He said, I can do this. Come on, yeah. And nobody questioned that. They were like, hey, this is magic. Yeah, yeah, let's give him the job. He's the best guy for the job with no credentials. And then when he got the job, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hey, 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 I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I ain't trying to do all this. It's a beautiful thing to be rich. People just give you jobs that you ain't qualified for. Facts. You can literally become the president of the United States if you got enough money. So that's why. So, that, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't want to touch on that. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that was potent. But, <laughs> but when he said, when he said, "I'm not having fun. I want to go back to having fun." I felt that, and you can feel that. You can, if you really want to be gen- genuine, you can understand where he was coming from. Absolutely, because I just want to go back to having fun, like college. I just want to go back. To, I, I live in refund check the refund check. Oh, them days. Oh man. Oh man. Be, living my best life. Oh man. <sighs> but once okay, again, sorry. Back, sorry, back, sorry. Back, the I'm not condoning how he left, the way he left. None of that. That was a pure whole move. I'm sorry. If if you got that much love and admiration and respect for Jeannie, you just had a meeting with her the day before or a couple days before. You got to let her know. Like, listen. I'm about to quit. I'm yeah. about to step down. You That's all you had to do. And 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 you got to tell these people. I mean, just to, just up and up and leaving like right before the the last game, and then that that was a pure home move. You get no respect for that. But I understand why you left. But still, the way you left, nah, you get no love for that. That was thought. That was trash. That was tragic. Yeah. And so, speaking of pure home moves, um. Nick Bosa. Oh, t- oh. Right. I just I just don't understand how all this stuff that you said, why can't, like, hey, if, if this is what you said, why don't you stand, stand by it? So people who don't understand. Um, yeah, let's get the backstory. Nick Bosa, potential top three pick in the NFL draft, this, this coming up NFL draft. Mm-hmm. He basically made a whole bunch of tweets. Uh, there's an a article by The Root. That you know, we we'll post a, um, a screenshot of it on the Instagram page uh, when this episode drops. But there's a um, oh man, I gotta take this dog out to pee. But there's an episode <laughs> that basically he just he, basically he just out here, you know, he caping up for Trump. He's he, he's a MAGA guy, mm-hmm. um, and basically everything that he's posting is just basically. It's 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 all the code. It's all the coded language. And it's almost everything he says. Okay, let me just go run through them. Beyonce's music is complete trash. And you know what? I'm not even a fan of Beyonce. But you know what? I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say Beyonce's music is complete trash. I don't even say country music is complete trash because you know what? I actually listen to some country music, and some of that stuff be slapping. But and then 
But he goes on to say, Black Panther, worst Marvel movie of all time. Come can on. there be can there be a worse human than Draymond Green? Uh you ever heard of Hitler? <laughs> um Dwayne Wade looks like a parrotfish. I mean, and then somebody always said, uh, some, he responded to a tweet um, regarding to the protesters back when Bob McNair said, um, you know, you can't let the prisoners run the asylum. And he said, LOL, always got to be a race thing. Jeez. Um, and so I just don't understand how someone can say this and get away and, with it and, and get away with it. And there's no backlash. And, and mind you, he didn't, you know, he ain't dropped the N word and stuff like that. Like some of the other players have Josh Allen who went back and deleted their tweets. But to me, all of this is decoded language. You know, talking about, you know, criticizing Beyonce, Black Panther, Colin Kaepernick, Colin um, Dwayne Wade name, talking about Draymond Green. I mean, it's okay to not like these people. And I understand people say this, all these certain things. But had this been reversed, yeah, your, your draft stock is dropping. You're not. You're going to have to answer all these questions. Uh, going into your pre-draft interviews, people are going to be "quote unquote" scared to to draft you. They're going to say, "Oh, he has character issues. Oh, we can't trust him. Oh, don't press in." And Herman Herman Edwards' voice, and it's just like he's still going to be looked at as a potential top three pick because, oh, it's you know just a kid being a kid. No, any other time you got a a, a player of a, a of a different hue would be, oh, he's got to be more mature. He's got to grow up. He's a, he's a, he's an adult now, and I just don't understand how. You know what? If if you if you don't like black people, but you and to me for Nick Bosa it's a little bit different. Some people they say this stuff and they don't necessarily know that they gonna go to the NFL. Bro, your dad was in the NFL. Your brother was in the NFL. You knew from a young age you was gonna be going to a Division One college and probably go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So your dad's publicist never said nothing. Yeah, brothers, publicists never said nothing. They just let you go away free, and you, you're an adult. You know, because you've been in that family that's been in the spotlight. So I don't, I don't give you no pass, man. My whole thing about, I mean, my, you you're good. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My whole thing about his whole entire like existence has been has been privileged from the beginning. Exactly. Now think about how. Now, okay, hey, you got injured. How he got injured, and he immediately said, "Oh, I'm done. I'm done with college. I'm about to just train for the NFL Combine." Nobody had a problem. Nobody nope. put up a fuss. Nope. Nobody said anything. They was like, "You know what? That's the that's a great decision." And he's still supposed to be the number. He's still the number one overall prospect on most boards. Yeah. Nobody had an issue. But um, when it came for Clowney, when his, when his junior year came up, and they was it was projected. I mean, predicted for him to sit out. Oh, he's. Oh, he's selfish. Oh, he doesn't love the game, and everything was came into question for him. And, and let's not remember, Clowney had Clowney did get injured in that season, and that's what sparked, you know, him actually sitting out for the rest of the season because he did. He it was a minor injury, yeah. but he was like, you know what? Let me not hurt my draft stock because I'm the potential number one overall pick. Yeah. So what I'm not gonna do is get hurt playing for free when next year y'all about to pay me millions. Everybody had an issue with that. You know, it was issue with it was an issue with that. But like I said, when Nick Bosa does it, oh, oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, I'm like, I'm confused. I'm, I was confused. Um, where was the backlash on that? And I understand. And and, and me, quite honest, I agree with the decision. I don't need to waste my time out here. 
I 100% agree with this decision because the, the year prior to that, it was um, Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette who sat out. And it was just like, you know what? Please, don't get hurt. Yeah. So my, my whole thing about his tweets and how he, and how he's moving around, my thing is, if that's who you are, bruh, hey, yeah. who you are. Because, you know, to be quite honest, when people had those radical moves and radical thoughts and all that, once you get around some people, it all switch up. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't going to be like, you know, it's, a, it's totally different when you get around some people. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's who he is. Just go out there. And, I, don't, I don't got to be your friend. This is a workplace. You know? Exactly. Do your job. I just want you to be genuine about who you are. If because you, you because, are, because you know why? Tell, tell, if you're a racist, let me know. So, I want to go up front. Yeah. So I can know. I can know. Don't like stand behind it. If you don't like me, let me know. Yeah. I need to know so that is. so that way I'm not trying to okay be cordial. We don't have to talk. It's a business relationship, brother. You don't have to be fake. You don't got to fake nothing in front of me. As long as as long as we out here winning, you out here winning, and you not call, and you not making my job hard because you're not doing your job because you don't like me. I ain't look. Okay. You don't like black people. You stupid for for your reasoning behind it because you really don't have any substance behind it. Yeah. But you know what? I I know I know, and I'm not gonna hate you. I actually I actually respect racists who are open, open. with it, yeah. Rather than I would for somebody who just you know hides behind it and just say, and tries to play it off as ignorance. No, be about yours. Yeah, let's let's play let's play contrast let's compare and contrast like you just said. Let's say if now let's say if Josh Allen once again another projected top five pick or Quentin Williams whatever. Two, two African Americans. Let's just say they were so open about stand. Let's say they were just so open about standing with Cap, so open about social injustice, so OSHA, so open about you know black people situation. They were just so open. I guarantee that those questions would have been asked and would have been put on the forefront at the combine or through their whole draft process. Yo, but but when they come to Nick Bosa, we had to look. We had to look at an article and. A look, look at a, look at an article that hasn't been publicized. Mainstream and, media not talking and about, about the, it. And I'm about to say, and you and you know what? And it's not even an article that comes from ESPN, Ohio State beat writers, NFL beat writers, the Washington Post. It comes from the Root, which is a predominantly African American run publication. Yeah, and. They had to do the digging. You know why no one else did the digging? Because to them, it's not a story. It's like, so what? Yeah. But I, but I bet you, if a player can't, it, it's funny that some players they never have to answer for their thoughts. But I guarantee you, if there was a player who came out and was tweeting about Farrakhan or Malcolm X, mm-hmm. bruh, can you imagine the questions that they would have? Or if someone you know was saying, "Oh, I'm a Black Panther" or something like that. Can you imagine the questions that they would have to face? In, the, in these draft interviews, they asked some of these players the weirdest stuff. I can't remember what player it was, but they asked if his mother was a prostitute. Yeah. You, can't, you can't ask Nick Bosa if he's a racist? No, no, we'll, no, we'll care about nothing about that. Yeah, what you, what you, no, running, no, no. What you, running three, what you doing three-cone drill, Nick Bosa? Can you get to this quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, you, know, you, you like playing 3-4-4-3, three, four, four, three, Nick Bosa? Oh, but Josh yeah. Allen, is your mama a hoe? That that Quinn Williams, do your mama smoke crack? You smoke crack, don't you? You do it, don't you? <laughs> it's just it, it it's just funny to me, man, how people can't well and, and, and see now, which 
which is a perfect segue, is because I don't understand. Like, I'm not. I've for a long time have said I'm not allowing the the excuse of ignorance anymore. You're not about to just say, "Oh, I didn't know," or mm-hmm. "I should, I didn't know that that was offensive." You mm-hmm. know why? Because Kyle Corver just he just came out and he admitted to his his biasness until yeah. he actually took a step back and actually started looking at things. Hold and, on, let me let me stop. You. Let me stop because I I don't want to lose my thought. I'm not. I'm still. I'm not mad at Nick Bosa. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not mad at Nick Bosa. I'm at mad at the media. Yes, that's who we're mad at. Like, can you keep that same energy? That's all we. That's all we asking for. But mm-hmm. you keep that same energy. That's that's it. That's all. Now, nah, that's all I wanted to say, man. Let's go on to Kyle Corver. So, Kyle Corver, he posted in the in the Players Tribune. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. Something that a lot of white people are afraid to do. Yes. And, I, and, and that's just be 100% honest and acknowledge that there's a, a racial bias and a racial divide in America. And for it to be in the Players' Tribune, to me, that's something that's even more groundbreaking, I will say, than him being interviewed. Because in the Players' Tribune, these are his words, and the way he actually put this was amazing. And yeah. I'm 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 really shocked that it took a player to uh, of, of like a player like Kyle Corbett to really come out and, and say something like this, and not an actual writer because this is really well thought out, well put together. And there's some gems in here. Mm-hmm. There's some actual gems, and um, I, I want to say especially about the 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 uh, thibocephalosia issue that he spoke on he didn't have to do that not not at all and basically what he said was originally when thibocephalosia was out he there was an altercation between him and the police officers which resulted in him breaking his ankle and having to sit out for the rest of the season Kyle Corbett's initial thought was well why is he out late on a back to back Mm-hmm. But then when he actually sat down and thought about it, just I mean, per, like personally for me, it, it what he what he realizes it doesn't matter why he's out late if he's not doing anything that is putting anyone in harm, putting anyone in danger. He's out just having a good time. Why is there a physical altercation going on between him and the police that will result in him breaking his ankle? Basically, is how I took it, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people have been failing to realize that aren't minorities that aren't colored because they don't have to worry about that. People, they argue with the police all the time, but when it comes to us and trying to fight for our innocence as well, well, why didn't you just comply and let the justice system handle it? Well, because justice system doesn't always work in our favor. It's not fair as you think it is. And so I feel that this article, I want it, I really want to dive deep into it, but I really also want our listeners to just be able to read this and, and really take a look and, and see how well thought out this article really is. Um, but, you know, like I said, there are some great excerpt, excerpts in it. Um, and this kind of all stems from Russell Westbrook, that issue that he had in Utah. Mm-hmm. And... It, it stemmed from, I mean, not, it, I've already said that. 
but it, it turned into, it blossomed into a lot of the other Utah Jazz players saying, nah, we get that too, and this is our home stadium. Yeah. And once you, once you, once you, like, when I first heard about, about this article, I'm like, oh, here we go. Another white player or white dude is, like, trying to uh, get some sympathy, you know, get some sympathy points. But then I actually, I'm like, you know, let me read this thing. And when he was at, like you said, when he was actually going in depth on how he, on how he was thinking, how closed-minded and, and less ignorant some of his thoughts were, and he like, bro, like, hold on, this, this, this not right. Yeah. And like, if you sit back, and I know, and I know, for a lot of people, it's not even necessarily with race or anything. If you don't go through certain situations, you're really not going to hundred percent empathize with what people are going through. Yeah, that's a fact. But if you're open, if you're listening to, if you listen to them, and you and you're open to understanding what they're going through. You can get a good understanding and get a good common sense of this is the issue. Exactly. And what I like about the article that Kyle Corver wrote, he did something that most white people won't do. He didn't dance. He didn't try to tiptoe and protect other white people's feelings. And he actually acknowledged and used the word racism. Mm-hmm. White people are scared to use the word racism. When it comes to any ism, they try to dance around and use any synonym that they can think of. Any any word that will soften the blow, they will try and say inequality and, and justice, things along those lines. Or we have to be one or we just we just have to love everyone. No. Call a spade a spade and say this is racism. The police officer, the police in America police African-Americans and other minorities a lot harder than they do white people. And it's okay to acknowledge it. You know why? Because we acknowledge it. And the one thing that I can't stand is when, you know, white people try to come and, and, and be an ally and they try to come and talk to us and have forums with us. No, because we know. We need yeah. you to talk to your people. When you at the dinner table, we need you to talk to your mom, your grandma, your granddaddy, the people in your family, because you're, there's no better definition of preaching to the choir than coming to tell black people that, hey, I understand that racism exists. You know why? Because we already knew. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. Like, another, another um, thing I always say, I'm like, yo, we need to get our own community in order first before we try to branch off and try to actually get get it get it in order but we need help from the we need help from the other races and see this is this is how i say we need help if if we're if we're gonna live and coexist yes we need help because we have to coexist and be in these mixed areas but if yeah, if the other side, if if white people don't want to, the majority, because I'm not going to say all, because I'm yes. not going to be that guy. But nah. if there's if there's a majority of white people that don't want to be bothered with minorities, okay. But what we need to do is leave us alone, one hundred percent. Get out of our way, because you know what? There is plenty that don't blow up Black Wall Street again if you don't want us around. 
Yes, I understand we're financially beneficial to you, but don't use us because at the end of the day, we gonna be all right regardless. We fighters. We fighters, and we are innovative. Everything. This whole country was built on us. Y'all need us, but if you want to act like you don't, go ahead. Just push us to the side. Let us have our own. Like let's let's de- let's 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 segregate again. Let's we <laughs> let's let's be on our own, and we'll do our own thing. And I'll show you. We'll flourish. We'll have our Wakanda because we have we have people in the business minds and the business savvy who will get us up and running, and we will be fine. Stop killing our stop killing our kings and queens and we're gonna be good because we we can do it. So to me personally, I'm fine. Like 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 we said with the Nick Bosa. If you don't like black people, that's cool. Cool. Stand, bro. Sta- stand on that. Let me know. Put, give us you know, you know what? Don't give us anything, but just get out of our way. That's it. Get out of our way. Stop redlining, stop gerrymandering. <laughs> Give us our own set. Like you can have your own government. We'll take our own government and we'll start our own thing. And I guarantee you, we gonna flourish and we gonna have a beautiful thing because they think because oh the violence in Chicago and why 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 do black people commit exponentially more crimes and murders than white people? I guarantee you, if we're not under these quote unquote. Uh, constitutional laws that we have in America and we can do our own thing, I guarantee you things will be a lot more pretty and a lot more glorious. <laughs> I do. I think uh, what Steve, Steve Kirk said something in that article. Um, it's funny that y'all listen to me and I said the same thing that they saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, that's so simple, but it, I mean, that thing hit. Oh, absolutely. And, that, and, and to me, what the reason why it's so crazy because that article is getting a lot of publicity because a white man said it. Yeah. He's saying everything that we've been trying to preach for the longest, things aren't equal, things aren't fair. It's a lot, it's a lot more different. They can see Jesus and French toast, Bigfoot, but they can't see racism. Yeah, see everything else. But now that a white man says, hmm, well, maybe we should listen. And that's why I always said, if Kaepernick, when Kaepernick was taking his knee and all the black players were taking knees with him, but then you had white players coming out and standing alongside him, putting their hands on their shoulders and things like that. What I was, I've always said, if Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, which, you know, he, he keep the MAGA hat in his locker, but yeah. if, one, if one of these white quarterbacks actually took a knee and was well read and cared about what Colin Kaepernick was fighting for as well. Things, uh, um, the message would have been a lot different, and I guarantee you they wouldn't have had that issue of banning the kneeling and stuff like that if one of the top white quarterbacks did it. I guarantee you, if, if bathroom Ben would have took a knee, they would have been like, you know what? Maybe we should listen to bathroom Ben. What 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 is your issue with racism in America? They wouldn't have went to Kaepernick. They wouldn't have went to nobody black. They'd have been like, mm-hmm. Ben, what what what's going on? What do you think we should do? But Which is the crazy thing. Let's flip side on that though. What if we all would have stood with Cap? What if everybody would have stood with Cap initially? What would it, what if they would have done then? Like what I'm if not... all what if all the black players would have said, you know what, we with Cap? 
I mean, we not gonna put in fear. We we gonna we gonna kneel. Hell, we may even strike. Like, you, you know what? I bet you don't know. I bet you white fans don't want to go see a game full of Rex Burkheads and Julian Edelman's playing football. Oh no, nah, nah, they don't want to see none of that. That's, that's, that's like watching. That's like watching a Division Three uh, national championship game. And that was that was awful. And so, and personally, and yes, I always said, we, "Well, we don't understand. What we have to realize is, we as a unit are way more powerful than we know." And the reason why I say that is just look at that Missouri football team when they said, "We're not going to play yeah. at all until this president is gone," and they thought they was playing. Until they was like, nah, we really not playing. Mm-hmm. And then the coach, he has, the, the white coach has to go with his players because you know why? If he doesn't go with his players now, he's not going to get players in the future. Mm-hmm. And so in order to keep his job, he has to say, hey, hey I'm, I'm standing with my guys. And so what did that, what, what did that school do? They said, hey, bye-bye, president. Yeah. And then they got on the field. And that's what with, I'm saying. Like, if we show solidarity exactly. First, then I, 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 I really do believe it. If we show solidarity first, then I feel that it would be more Cal Culver's, more Chris Long's in the world that will come out and feel more comfortable standing with us. Because, exactly. I mean, I, I, I can, you know what, on, on, I can feel it. Like, look, y'all wishy-washy, yo. Like, at one point, some of y'all care, some of y'all don't care. I ain't really got time to go on the front line with y'all and all y'all ain't going to be here. And that's why, then that's why I remember those Des Bryant comments. This is before the podcast. This was just, yeah. This was just between you, me, and Cannon. And that's why I said I had an issue with Des Bryant and those Cam Newton comments because, bro, if you trying to, you know, protect your job and make people comfortable and feel like, hey, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I, I love everybody. Just shut up. Because you, because you hurting, you hurting your people that's really trying to fight and actually help you with this change. So just shut up. Let people who actually going to stand on it, who will, who will really fight, who are willing to put their life on the line, their job on the line, let them handle it. And you just sit there and you can, you can be a worker in the background. Don't nobody need to know. And you can protect your job. You can, jo- like you, you can shuck and job or whatever. But it's still people who want to be on the front lines and who don't care about it because they know it's bigger than them. So just... Don't hurt it. Don't hurt the fight because it's gonna help you regardless. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, just don't just, hurt the fight. Don't come out and hurt, use your words and use your platform because you know what they're gonna do. They're gonna use it against us. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, such and such feels that there's no issue. Yeah, we gonna do the dirty work. They like they we they didn't show it. We gonna do we gonna do our own disservice every time. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes. Because once someone that looks like you comes out and says, "Oh no." I love everybody. I feel I don't feel like there's racism and stuff like that. They're gonna be like, "Well, Cam doesn't think there's racism, so what?" But they can use that. That's a little feather in their cap that they can always throw back at you. So I just need us to to move as one. We don't have to all talk as one and be on one accord. But bro, we we need it. We we need everybody's help, and so. That's my thing. And I, I appreciate that Kyle Corver used his platform and privilege to really come out and speak and say, hey, we not tripping. You, you right over there, Hill? Yeah, I'm here. I had a little issue with my phone, but I'm good now. All right. Um, 
So, uh, pretty much, Vladdy Divac just said, AJ, kiss my ass. I am a Hall of Famer. I'm out here making money moves. I'm out here making business moves. Hey, Luke Walton, come over here. Come holler at me. I'm out here firing coaches, hiring coaches. <laughs> I, look, hey, Vladdy Divac said only a Hall of Famer can move like this, baby. I'm about to be a Hall of Famer as a player and an, ex- and an executive. I'm like, hey, you know what? What I don't, what I didn't understand about this move at all. First of all, you got thirty nine wins from the Kings, from that, with Dave David Yeager. That's the name. Yeah, Dave Yeager. He finally got this team looking like a viable team. When the last time the Kings had thirty nine wins? I have. This it's been a it's been a whole while. Thank you. De'Aaron Fox looks is looking like you know that he's going to be potentially one of them ones. Yeah. You finally figured out Buddy Hill. Buddy, Buddy Hill been balling. Looking like one of the best young shooters in the game. You know what I'm saying? You, Marvin Bagley. Bagley. He, he not looking soft you know like what I'm I saying? thought he was. You know, like, he, like you said, he's going to get stronger. He's going to get stronger and better, you know. You finally found something in his team. It's finally looking like it's clicking. You can see the bottom of – you can see the bottom of the West is really – it's going to be up in the air. Mm-hmm. So – you can contend, so so you get rid of them, and then not even just the bottom of the West, but think about it. You got a super young team. How much longer we think LeBron got? You four years? <laughs> like, how much? Years. How much longer we think the Warriors, as constructed, has? Yeah. How much longer do we think? I mean, yeah, you got Russell Westbrook and PG, but that Kings team is still younger. How long did I mean? How how long is the Spurs going to overachieve? The Spurs overachieved this year. The Spurs definitely overachieved, and you know what? Chris Paul ain't going to be around. Regardless of how how much Harden is balling, Chris Paul not going to be around much longer. I don't know, and I don't know what what else they're going to do, and what other moves are they going to do. But coming up soon, this West is going to look a lot different. Are the Clippers? What if the Clippers don't get nobody? Because the clip, you want to talk about the Spurs overachieving? I used to talk about Doc Rivers and say Doc Rivers might be overrated. What Doc Rivers did with this team? Oh he, yeah, he, he definitely I'm, shut me up because I I'm, definitely I'm felt kinda, the same way. I'm kind of impressed. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I you know what, Doc? This is best. He he he, he should get coaching. Well, mm, should he get coaching mm, again? He should I, be in heavy contention. Yeah, I, I'll say that, but because hey. But to me, it's like I said, the West is gonna look a lot different. Why not give why not give Dave Vigger another shot? Because apparently what he was doing was working. The young players were responding. To have a young team like that respond, yeah. It's, I, o- I, it's only up from there. And then to me personally, to go to Luke Walton, yeah, that's I'm your, like that's your number one. Yeah, and, you fight like yeah, how are you upgrade? I mean, if if that's because, if you're gonna file somebody, I'm looking to upgrade. Exactly. And I've always said this. Luke Walton got the, the only reason Luke Walton got the the Lakers job is because he did good with one of the greatest teams we have ever seen. His record when he was coaching that Golden State team and they went on that run, they said, "Oh, Luke Walton is the guy." No, those players there, those are the guys. All right, so while we on the NBA, playoffs start today. You know what I'm saying? You, you got it. You ready? You ready? You know who you got? Who you got going to make it to the finals? Uh, so, 
It's a little tough. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I mean, okay, so I'm not going to say it's a little tough. What I will say is as much as I, how can I put this? The, the Warriors, the, during the regular season, the Warriors didn't look like the Warriors. But I'm going to still go with the Warriors. I believe they were just cr- – I, I really honestly believe that they were just cruising. Because I, 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 I feel like they were just cruising. And like kind of like when once the heat kind of got into their groove, they was like, all right, cool. We, gonna, we, we know what we're doing here. I feel and, like – I mean, they, they, they skated the whole season and still got the number one seed. I mean, because I'm not putting my faith in Denver. Every time they played Denver, it seemed like they they just like, hey, look, Denver, y'all not ready for us. And they, they like they showed it was it was levels. Exactly. So I feel like I said once again, it's playoff time. I'm I'm not seeing the team in the West that's gonna really gonna give them that's gonna give them any any problems because I'm not too sold that that I I'm not too sold that Houston gonna get past Utah. I don't. I actually don't think that Houston will get past Utah. Okay, so to be we quite both, honest. So we both got Utah winning the first round. Then that means they're gonna have they're gonna go against Golden State. Do we see them beating Golden? Do they? Do we see Utah beating Golden State? Nah, Utah. Okay then. So now we have. Okay, let's go break it down. We got Portland and OKC. Who you got out of that? I'm going OKC. I was going OKC. This Paul George shoulder injury is it, 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 it got me flustered. Yes, absolutely. It has me a little worried, but when it comes to just matchups, styles make fights, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if you got Westbrook Garden, Lillard, or CJ McCollum, I feel his size can really just take one of them out. And not, I'm not saying that he going to like completely shut down Lillard because that's that's a tough thing to do. But mm-hmm. that size is going fl- to frustrate him in a seven-game series. If Paul George can come back and be part of what he was playing at this MVP level, that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Yeah. And, sure. so, and so, yes, I know they, they went on a terrible losing streak. Yeah, they got, it, they got it somewhat together. They, you know. Exactly. So I just feel, I just feel that I, I can see the thunder coming out of this series. The, his 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 shoulder injury just really scares me. That's yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And I just so I, I'm not gonna be surprised if, if Portland wins this series. So I won't be surprised, but just just in, just in my like, I'm not even thinking with my mind. I'm thinking with my heart. Just in my heart, I'm thinking that OKC will pull this one out. Okay, because, Denver, go ahead. Because I, I was gonna because I, I maybe I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but go ahead, go ahead. You said Denver and the Spurs, so we got Denver and the Spurs. I got Denver on this one. Oh yeah, I definitely got Denver on Denver over Spurs because over, overachieving teams is hard to continue to overachieve in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like the issues with Demar Derozan not really being able to shoot is going to arise again in the playoffs. Yeah, I know, but I know it's just that pop factor is just gonna make it. It's gonna make this series go longer than what it what it should. What be. it should be, yeah. yeah. And the way that Denver plays, I guarantee you, it's gonna be a couple cold nights that allow the Spurs to steal, you know, some games in this one. So then, so according to you, you would have OKC against Denver. Mm-hmm. So who you got? Who you got in that bracket? 
If we can get a healthy Paul George, I'm taking Thunder. If we can get a 90% Paul George, I'm taking Thunder. So go ahead and get to it. You got the Western Conference Finals. You got Golden State, and you got the Thunder. Who you going with? I got the Warriors in seven. Okay. But I feel like the Thunder would pose. I also feel like the Thunder would pose the hard, the hardest threat to the Warriors. But I got the Warriors in seven. Okay. Now let's get really. Let's get to the East. This East. Ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. Okay. You got Milwaukee and the Pistons first round. Mind you, um, Greek Freak hasn't been out the first round his whole entire career yet. And he's going to do it this year. Yeah, because I don't see Detroit posing them. I don't see Detroit matching up with them, posing a threat that's going to stop the Bucks. Not at all. They may get a game. They may they may get two games, but yeah. I don't I don't see them stopping the. Um, I don't see them stopping. And you got Boston. You got Indiana. That's going to be an ugly series because Indiana is still playing hard. Yo, if Indiana have Victor Oladipo, they would be a problem. Like I'm, they might be the number two or three seed. Yeah, they may they was playing they were playing very well when he was playing. And they they haven't stopped playing hard at all. Like they they act like they don't know that he's not coming back. Like like they playing hard. But at the end of the day, it's playoff basketball. Superstars take over in playoff series. And they lost their superstar. And Boston has it. I got Boston um I got Boston taking over on paces on that one. Who you yeah. got? I got yeah. Boston. I would I would love to see Boston lose because I just feel like that would just create for a great storyline in the offseason. Yeah. But, Pacers. Pacers going to lose. Now you got Philly and Brooklyn. This is going to be an interesting series. This is going to be a great series. It's going to be a great series, and it's going to be competitive. And I think it's going to be a little nasty, too. It's crazy. It's interesting because, first off, Embiid not ready. He not ready yet. Don't know when he's going to return. Jimmy Butler been injured off and on and don't know how healthy he is. Um, It's playoff basketball. They're definitely just going to just let Ben, they're going to try to force Ben Simmons to shoot. And you know he's not going to take no yeah, jumpers. he's not. So, like I said, it's going to be on Tobias Harris to carry this this team till Embiid gets back. That's scary against these Brooklyn Nets team that don't realize that they ain't supposed to be here. Yeah. And with Embiid out and that, uh, what's his name, Jared Allen or something? Oh, but can just controlling the paint? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like ugly in Philly. I like yeah. that kid. Yeah, he, it, don't, yeah, he don't care about nothing. Yeah, it, it's going it's gonna to be an ugly series. I, I still think, got Philly. I still have Philly because I think that as much as as much as it is with Ben Simmons still not being able to shoot, and but the other pieces uh, uh, that they have, if hopefully Embiid can just come and give you a couple minutes or whatever it may be. You know, Jimmy Butler's still going to play. I'm just saying, I don't know how how healthy he is. I'm, but the fact that he's on the floor is exactly. different. The, the fact that he's on the floor, Ben Simmons is so much bigger than D'Angelo Russell. So that's going to – always I, when it comes to those point guards, that's these bigger point guards, they, they, they're they they're tough to go against because you have to expel – D'Angelo Russell is an offensive player. He's yeah. going to expel so much energy on offense trying to get around and beat – I mean, and uh, get around Simmons' size – and and really play alongside him in his playmaking ability that I don't know if he's going to be effective offensively like he has been all seven games that I think is going to go because I think this one's going to go seven. Think he's going to go seven? Yeah. I know for a fact that that, that first game in Brooklyn, they're going to win that. Oh, yeah, they're going to win in Brooklyn. 
Yeah, I, I just think they can. I think they can squeeze out two. I think they can force it to six, but I I wouldn't be surprised to say it's going to be a hard fought series. Mm-hmm. And we can move on to the Raptors and the Magic. Shout out to Kev. Shout out to I got Kev, only Magic fan I know. Um, Damon Jones on the get up. He said he got the Magic beating the Raptors. That's cute. I yeah, don't. I, I'm never. I'm like that's probably gonna be the last time I quote Damon Jones, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 telling you, I'm not sold. Everybody's been so sold on the Raptors because they got Kawhi, and this is the time of the year that I want to see them because I'm not so sure that they just so much different, so much better that they swapped out Kawhi and DeRozan. Like, well, the reason why is because I think. Not that I think DeRozan is a bad player because when, DeRo- when DeRozan last season, he was almost playing at an MVP caliber level. Yeah. I just think that Kawhi is such a better player than DeRozan. And that's not a knock. And by, by me saying that, I'm not saying that DeRozan is bad. It's just the, what Kawhi brings, I just think he's a, he, he's a better player. And I think that's going to show come playoff time. And we have seen Kawhi do it this time of year. I've had, like I said, I had my reservations on Kawhi. I wanted to see him outside the pop system. I, I've seen has, has he let you down? He definitely sold me. <laughs> okay, I've seen, I seen, I think I've seen more aspects of his game in Toronto that I didn't see in San Antonio, and I'm, and I'm like, okay, he really is what everybody was glossing over. He's not. I already knew he was nice, but you know, I thought they was you know putting a little bit too much sauce on him. But I understand that he's great. You know, good. But I just don't see him propelling them so much that everybody got him. Because think about it. Okay, we got Philly beating, we got Philly beating the Nets. They're going to match up with the Raptors. You got you got the Raptors beating the Magic. So who you got in that one? <sighs> you feel what I'm saying? <sighs> you feel what I'm saying? My so whole thing reason- about my whole, my whole thing about I mean, because my whole thing about the Sixers is all about health. Because if yeah. it's the healthy Sixers, I got them beating. I got them beating the Raptors in that series. I, do I just too. don't know about their health. Exactly. And because when it comes to playoff time, and 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 the the NBA playoffs is one of the most predictable playoff systems to actually predict. Pretty much, yeah. Who has who has the better player? Yeah. And whoever has the better player, you can almost book it that that team is going to win. But when it comes to the 76ers versus the Raptors, I think Kawhi may be better than anyone that the 76ers have. But I think that the top four players is better than the top four players in the Raptors have. Mm-hmm. And so if those top four players for the 76ers are all healthy, I have to give it to the 76ers. And that's, on, that's only if they're healthy. And that's a, that's a tough thing to that's understand. A tough. That's, a, that's a tough thing to throw up, throw up there. But if, if, they rest- if they restrict Embiid in this first in this first round matchup and they can still get past the Nets and he can go into the second round healthy, mm-hmm. I'm going 76ers. So you're going – okay. All right, so, so as, as we've got right now, we got Milwaukee against Boston. Who you got? I'm going Milwaukee, yo. Okay. I just – like I said – Whoever usually has the best player is gonna win. I don't see anybody on Milwaukee stopping the Greek freak. I just don't. He's he's playing otherworldly right now. 
I I get it. I get it. I get it. Brad Stevens, they he turns up in the playoffs. Like they turn up in the playoffs. The Celtics are a different team in the playoffs. They struck like this same. This basically was the same roster last year, and they struggled. They struggled with a Kawhi. I mean, not a Kawhi with a Kyrie less Celtics team last year. Granted, they didn't have Budenholz as the coach, but they struggled. And they lost to them last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, very true. Now, like I said, they're a totally different team this year. They're playing different. They got different players. They have, you know, a better system. They hold their whole total team, total different team from last year. But for some reason, some is and it's all gut. I'm and I'm gonna go with it. I got Boston. I'm I got Boston taking them out. But and I'm not I'm not mad at that prediction. I can't hate at that because, like you said, the Celtics have the depth. They can create all the little matchup advantages for the Bucks lineup. But I don't know if Marcus Smart's gonna play in this series also for yeah, the Celtics. Not. And that's gonna be a big that's gonna be a big loss, to be quite honest. Yeah. And defensively, yeah. Exactly. And to have to be going against who I think should be the MVP of the league. Yeah. You're gonna miss that defensive presence that Marcus Smart can can, can provide for you. My whole thing about the playoffs, the playoffs, see, regular season, you can go ahead and try to, you know, say, try to stat sheet stuff, try to get your numbers, you know, because that's, that's what you do in contract time, you know. When it's playoff time, that's when your ego is out the window. You mm-hmm. you, list, you go with the game. You actually game plan for this specific team, and you go for it. And I just feel that Brad Stevens and these Celtics have been waiting for the playoffs their entire season. All the controversy, all all the all the stuff that he was going through. It was one of those teams they had that playoff cachet that, bro, just get us to the playoffs. Like we tired of this regular season stuff because we trying to right our wrongs from our previous playoffs woes. Just get us to the playoffs and it's gonna go different. That's that's just how I feel. I can be wrong as hell. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go then let you know. Okay, I picked the Celtics. I was wrong. Let's move on. Okay, but I'm, I'm I, I, I got this. So I got I, and so the conference finals. I would have the Celtics. Uh, I didn't. Did I ever say I? Had, I uh, yeah, you didn't pick that one. Yeah, I didn't. It was. It's all of health. Like it's all. It's all. Yeah, of man. You, but you. But that's but the I, thing. You gotta. You gotta pick it. Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah. I. Right. You know what? Because. Because Cal Lowry is such a playoff hoe. Ho. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it to the Sixers. Okay. I'm gonna give it to the Sixers because I'm still gonna ride with my guy Jimmy. He, because Kyle Lowry be home. Never mind. I ain't gonna say no names. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, so in the conference finals, you would have the Bucks versus the Sixers. I would have um Celtics versus the Sixers. Who do you have going to the finals out the East? Because just personally, I think that they will be healthy. By this time, and it's it's all just assumptions. Mm. I'm going with the Sixers in the finals. Mm. Also, because I think the NBA doesn't want a team from Milwaukee to be in the finals, <laughs> and the, their star who doesn't really speak English that well yet. Mm. At, at least Embiid, he's funny and he speaks a little bit more English than Gian, Giannis. That mm. would so you so. You would have 76ers versus the Warriors. Yeah. 
in the finals. Can you imagine the trash talk between Draymond and Embiid leading up to that game? Oh man, now that's good. Now that's definitely must see TV. You know what I'm saying? And then in the playoffs when Draymond's guarding Embiid, and then you got Boogie coming coming in oh, guarding Embiid man. too. I would love that. Come I on, would love man. It. Now, if that if the six, I'm saying right here, right now, if the Sixers get to the finals, you can book it that everybody's coming back next year. Hundred percent. Yeah, they go take whatever pay is offered. They're not leaving. None of that. They definitely stay. I got. <laughs> I I don't know why. I just I I I don't know why. I have the Celtics and the Warriors going to the finals, and I believe I predicted it early on in one of our earlier shows. Yeah, I think you did. So I guess that's why I'm trying to stick with it. I think that's why I'm trying to stick with them. I just believe that the switch is going to get cut on in the playoffs. I mean, I can't really hate you for that. I, I'm, not, I be- I'm not. I can't knock you for that. I understand why you why you say that. And also, it's quite possible to happen. Also, yeah, I mean, we we've seen it before. Like we've seen it before with certain teams. Like we we've seen it. We've we've seen and on everything I love. This is what's this is what's going to keep Kyrie in Boston. So this because, playoff run because this is why he went to Boston. He wanted to do it without LeBron. Facts. Want to be his own man. You you know. So want to show people that he can be his own person and everything. But this is going to show right here and there that you know what this is the best team for me. They're going to still offer me the supermax. I'm still going to get paid. This is where I need to be. This whole playoff run. This whole playoff run for the for the East, this is what's gonna keep keep your player, or this is what's gonna make him leave. So if, if Philly get bounced out early, you can go ahead and kiss um kiss Jimmy Butler and possibly Tobias goodbye. Goodbye. The yeah. whole the, the Raptors can go to the whole finals and Kawhi still not staying. We can go ahead and just say that right then and there. <laughs> but that that would give them so much leeway, so much leverage. They, they possibly keep him if they make it to the finals. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. So every 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 potential free agent that's in the East, your playoff run depends on if you're gonna keep your player or not. That's very true, and that and that's that's big. All right, so, so you got the Celtics. So that means a Warrior Celtics finals. That's gonna be a good finals too, bro. I understand what you you know saying the trash talk that you said. Like you said, if the Sixers make it, I'm nev- I'm not gonna be mad at all. We're gonna definitely be entertained, and the city of Philly is gonna be hype again, and that's gonna be good. But once again, we get another ball. If we get a Boston in the Warriors series, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a pretty one though. Because because think you get a Warriors in a Boston series, and you think it and it was been reported that Kyrie and KD was supposed to leave and go to go to New, New York. York? Ugh. Media is gonna have a field day. Oh my god, man! We just gonna man, like I said, we we posted it. We wanted to get y'all take. Y'all gave us y'all predictions. We told y'all we were gonna give us ours. So we gave y'all, we gave it to you up until the finals. Yeah, yeah. Man. They gotta wait for that. They gotta wait for the finals predictions later. Oh, stay tuned. Yeah, man. But that's AJ. I'm here. Cannon's gonna come in the, come on the back end. Where can they find us? 
Um, all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Facebook, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. It's the Three Man Weave, and we out. We out. Yo, 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 what's good out there, good people? You already know you got your boy Cannon, one-third of the three-man weave. I'm a little late this week. Um, It's Monday morning for me. The guys, they recorded their show on Saturday. So some of the things that you hear, um, like the playoff results, don't knock them for it because things that I'm going to say is kind of after we got to see some games already this weekend. But with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get started um, with the last part of the show. I'm going to kick it off first and foremost with my guy, Tiger Woods. You already know at the three-man weave, we all about changing the narrative. And I just want to give a uh, shout-out to my guy, who's been my guy from day one. Never gave up on him. Stuck with him the whole way. I just want to give a shout out to my guy, Tiger Woods, for changing the narrative on yourself, man. They say you can never get another major. They say you would never win again at Augusta. They say you was done. Too many personal problems, too many physical problems. It's over. Your boy Cannon never gave up. Whole time I'm telling people, yo, golf is an old man's sport. You can be successful in golf into your later years as a professional. So with that being said, why why give up on your on your favorite player if he's only in his 40s? Um, people have won majors after that. So I'm glad you changed the narrative for yourself. I'm glad you put it together. And I must say, man, it, it was just it was a solid weekend overall. All four rounds. It was beautiful, man. Just shout-outs to you, to all my golf lovers out there. I know you had to enjoy it. That last back nine on Sunday, Tiger with the red on, it was close, man. Close. One more stroke, and we would have been going to a playoff. So, you know, I just want to shout that out. That was really, really exciting. I enjoyed that for the weekend. Moving on. We're going to keep it moving this morning, transitioning to changing the narrative. The guys talked about on the episode, they started off with um, this whole Laker situation, this whole Laker fiasco. That's what I'm going to call it because it's, man, whew, I'm just saying it's hurtful to me first and foremost because I, you know, I've been a Bron fan. I came to the Lake show with Bron. I'm used to going to the playoffs every year. So this this just, I'm going to just say this just hurt. Now, Hill got into, um, he posed a question. He said, uh, you know, a few episodes back, all of us, me, Hill, and AJ, we stated uh, our list of who we thought was number one to blame all the way to number five to blame for, you know, what has transpired this this season with the Lakers? Uh, and AJ and I were both in uh, agreement. Uh, we had Magic taking most of the blame. AJ's number one reason, which I agree 
so heartedly with is that Magic was brought in to bring superstars, plural. Okay, you did just so happen to bring in, and you get a lot of points for that, the biggest superstar in the game, LeBron James. I give you that. But you never fulfilled the second part. Now, to Hill's point is that Magic wanted to have all of this cap space so he could pull it off. Okay, you got the cap space. You did everything you need to do. You had to know in your mind, Magic, that this was not going to be a one-year fix. It seldom is in sports. So the fact that after one year, you don't want to stay the course just because you can't have fun, that don't sit well with me. The I'm not having fun. That ain't a good enough excuse. I don't give a damn how much money you got, what type of job you take, whether you taking a job at McDonald's or whether you taking a CEO job. You know when you take a job that it's going to come with work. And you know that on the job, you ain't going to be able to do certain things, especially when you have a high-profile job as president of basketball operations for an NBA franchise. Like, you got to get serious. Like, to me, you took the job as a joke, and that's a disappointment, you know, coming coming from you to me, Magic, because I, I looked up to you, like, your, your, your business prowess, uh, your, your NBA accolades, all of that is top-notch, but, man, this, this to me is like a chink in your armor, and to me, Hill, and to all the fans out there, or, or, or the viewers, not to call y'all fans, the viewers out there, uh, Magic is still number one for me, uh, nothing has changed, I will say, my number two does change, I, I, I'm pretty sure that I did not have Luke Number two, Hill, you, you helped bring more of the blame from Luke around to me because, okay, it's hard to coach LeBron. I get that. But what you should have been able to do was coach decent players. And I will say that the Lakers, even without LeBron James, still fielded a decent roster this season. And so what that means, Luke, is when LeBron James was injured, your choice of lineups and your rotations, it it was just, it was terrible. It was horrible. So I'm just as shocked and awe that you have been given another head coaching job just so quick. You know, I'm not going to go off into my tangent about if other coaches were fired, you know, what would happen. But, you know, y'all know what it is. You know about the narratives. I ain't got to paint them for you. Um Right there, that's a perfect transition into the next topic that the fellas talked about um, in the previous part of the show. The Nick Bosa thing. And I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. My personal opinion, which don't matter to Nick Bosa because, you know, what people think about Cannon, you know, that doesn't affect me. It doesn't bother me what you think about me unless you're my real friend or family and I love you, then it matters. But uh, I'm nobody to Nick Bosa. So, but personally to me, he's a clown, you know. But I will say, I do respect the fact that um, he's secure in himself and he's not afraid to be who he is. You know, uh, there's a lot of people, and y'all know me, I hate people that throw bricks and hide their hands. I will say he, he, he ain't hiding his hand. So I do respect him for that. But. To piggyback off what the fellas were saying, if a player of another hue, any type of hue, not doesn't even have to be black or a professional athlete or just anybody in a prominent public figure position, 
comes out and says egregious statements like, you know, like the Dwayne Wade statement or the Kaepernick statement or the Beyonce thing. And it's just all aligning with the same thing every time we will have a lot of backlash, especially trying to pull the move that we pull that that uh, not that we pulled that Nick pulled for the draft. You know, we're, um not trying to get back after the injury because, whew, like Hill said, Clowney took a lot of flack for that. And, and he was really injured and he still took flat. Um, but like I said, I was going to keep that short and sweet just to me personally. He's a clown, but I respect the fact that he can be who he is because uh, a lot of people doing a lot of fronting in today's time, uh, especially in the social media age. Um, moving on to the next thing, going to transition right into the Cal Corver piece. Uh, the fellas touched on that. Um, I'm just going to say... Uh, I've always just heard splashes and talks about Kyle Corver just being a stand-up guy in the um, NBA. And this just furthermore proves it. Um, I'm not even going to say as a white man or as a black man, just as a human being. The golden rule that we were all taught in like preschool and kindergarten is to treat people how you want to be treated. And all all Steve, I mean, that's, excuse me, all Kyle Corver did was you know, decide to put himself in somebody else's shoes. Looking at the um, Cephalosha thing is a perfect example. Just decide to put yourself in somebody's shoes and really see, you know, from a humanistic standpoint, what's happening, you know? And, and when you finally do that and you try your best to remove all biases because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be impossible to remove all biases because, you know, we have, you know, implicit biases that we that we're not even aware of sometimes just based off our culture and our environment. So that's understandable. But to just make that conscious effort just shows the caliber of person, you know, that Cal Corver is. And so I, I would like to tip my hat off to him. If y'all if y'all haven't, you know, had a chance, please just go check out um that piece that he wrote for the Player Tribune. Um, excellent piece. And then I'm going to end off real quick. You know, we didn't already transition to change all the narratives. I'm going to just um, give y'all my take on who I'm going, who I think is going to end up in the NBA Finals this year. Um, I'm rolling with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Greek Freak, even though y'all know I don't like them. But the, he's he's a straight up problem in the East. Um, I see the Celtics making a strong push, but. You know what? I'm tired of the same old, same old. My guy's not in it. So my team's not in it. So you know what? <laughs> I'm going with a brand new, fresh face. Uh, and I also, you know, unfortunately still think that barring any major injury that Golden State's going to make it from the West. So I think that will be the NBA Finals. Uh, and I'm going to reserve judgment on telling y'all who I think will win it. Um, until further notice. So with that being said, you already know where you can catch us. Um, you can catch us on IG at three man weave underscore. You can catch us on the email at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us up on the YouTube, all major platforms. It's your boy Cannon. Three Man Weave, we signing off.